Hello and welcome to the Billy Shears Club. I'm Caleb Clark. I'm Ricky Flowers. And thanks for tuning in. Today we've got two lovely albums for you folks. We've got Times of Grace by Neurosis, Live at Jazzwerkstatz by Tandi and Tuli. Ricky, how about you start us off with a little bit about Neurosis? Alright, so Neurosis is a metal band. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> I kind of forgot to look up like where they're from, but uh, I'm looking it up now. I think I'm pretty sure they're from the Midwest somewhere. Oh, no, they're from California. I guess that makes sense. Uh, yeah, from Oakland, California. They started out and in like the mid-80s as kind of more of a generic punk band. Didn't seem to make many waves. Um, and then kind of changed a little bit to become more of a sludge band. In 92, they had an album called Souls at Zero that's pretty much sludge metal i guess but even then they have some interesting instrumentation like some piano and some strings or like violin and stuff um and yeah as time went on they kind of developed more experimental sound i guess with more like ambient industrial gothic um and just like yeah atmospheric types of like songs and just general approach that is heavy on atmosphere um and yeah i guess i mean there's a whole genre called atmospheric sludge which you could say they kind of started i guess i think and i think that's actually a synonym with post metal basically so you, yeah, post-metal is uh, another genre that they were foundational in. Um, uh, but yeah, they have, I guess, they've had a pretty steady lineup. They have um, two lead, two lead uh, vocalists, or, well, two vocalists, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Scott Kelly and Steve Von Till. And yeah, a couple, you know, drums, a keyboard player who's actually pretty prominent in a lot of their music. And um, yeah, they're a pretty cool band. I got to see them live a couple years ago, which was quite an experience. Um, How are they live? They were fantastic. Um, uh, I wasn't. <clears throat> the biggest fan of them I, at the time, I had only listened to one, maybe one or two of their albums. So I kind of, I don't, with, I, I don't know, with music like that, where <laughs> it's just kind of a really loud cacophony, you can usually enjoy it more if you're a bit familiar with what's going on. But it was still, it was still great. Is it, they were, great live band um very visceral lots of you lots of uh <laughs> like vibrations that you just feel in your body <laughs> um, 
Yeah. They're a fun band. Yeah, I like them a lot. Now, earlier when you were talking about the genres and you were saying atmospheric sludge and post-metal, I'm very barely familiar with those. what those mean. Could you give like a general description? Because I feel like it's sort of sound like the things that would apply to this, but I want to just make sure. Yeah. Um, atmospheric sludge. Well, I think that might be the earlier term. And just, just like a band like Neurosis or like Cult of Luna or Isis, they all kind of started out as more straightforward sludge bands and then just kind of incorporated basically stuff from post-rock. So longer instrumental sections with um, just, you know, emphasis on atmosphere instead of just like pure heaviness all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, it's kind of vague. And then that just, that atmospheric sludge, whenever I see it used, it seems to be used as a synonym for post-metal. So general, just like, but I guess post-metal could be broader to be, to be like other genres of metal too, combined with like post-rock. So, um, you can de like there's definitely some doom metal influence in neurosis and yeah. stuff, and then even hardcore still, but maybe less so. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's a yeah, lot going on, and people people tend to create wacky genre titles that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they. I don't know if you have to be too concerned with using them correctly. <laughs> I'm certainly not. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I can definitely see that, though, yeah, where it's like a lot of these have the very basic level of, you know, this, like you say, this very heavy, you know, grunged out version of metal that's, you know, very dark and grim, but it also brings in, they also bring in elements of, like, ambient, a lot more acoustics and dynamic contrasts. Whereas, you know, straight up sludge metal and and doom metal are more about like, you know, just make this as shaggy and unkempt of two chords and one riff three riffs as you can for ten minutes and call it a day. Right. Well, I guess doom metal's more of just like stretch out that note. Longer, longer, longer. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I guess well, yeah, I guess the whole atmospheric thing is kind of a misnomer because I think all metal is very concerned with atmosphere, but maybe there's just a wider variety of atmospheres in like in post metal and stuff. Whereas in in like traditional sludge metal, maybe you don't get much variety. It's just a consistent uh, misanthropic uh, like despondent atmosphere <laughs> so yeah. i don't know yeah no i could definitely see that. this was this was definitely an experience of an album like like you say the first time i was listening through i had generally just heard neurosis get bandied around as like oh through silver and the blood is a big sludge album 
and I tried to listen to it a couple times, but I wasn't as into it. And so listening to this, it started off like a bit more of a regular metal album, like a little bit artsier than I expected, but you know, okay. But then it just kept going back into ambient and then it got into weird breakdowns and like uh, there's a song with a bunch of bagpipes in the ballad and it got, yeah, it got very artsy cerebral places more than you would expect from bands that the late 90s metal arena. Yeah. Uh, the thing, I think, uh, the thing I like, Neurosis, that I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I like them more than other bands in the style because, yeah, they do the artsy, like, stuff and slow it down and have some, uh, like even folk influence, maybe more on later albums, but at the same time, they're extremely heavy. Um, I think they might be, I mean, everyone has their own definition of heaviness, but they're probably one of the heaviest bands I've heard. (laughs) Um, But, you know, that's definitely very subjective. I will be, I will be honest, my taste in metal tends to be a lot more shallow and simple, like I'm more into, my sludge tastes lean more towards like Electric Wizard and I Hate God and uh, Acid Bath and Alice in Chains. And right. Then, so like more of the, a lot, they, my tastes do tend to be a lot more basic and brutal, but like this is definitely one that once I gave it a second listen and down with it, I was definitely seeing a lot. Yeah, uh, those bands you listed are all very heavy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're the kinds that just you know sort of punch you in the face and throw you in the mud and get a John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is one that you know forces you to contemplate a Goya paint, one of the Goya black paintings, and it's just like, like see how Saturn eats the baby. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, uh, right. yeah. What? Do you have any particular favorite songs? Uh, yeah, I think Under the Surface might be my favorite. Um, it's kind of, I guess, maybe the first half of the album, they kind of follow this standard or this template where they have uh, the beginning with these pounding sort of tribal or martial sounding drums and then a really heavy downtune riff comes in or and then you know vocals that goes on for a while and then they have kind of a slowed down interlude section um and then they go back to the heavy stuff um and so yeah under the surface kind of follows that pattern but um, I don't know. I just like the way the parts work. I like the the midsection a lot. Uh, that one has like that one really slows down. It's just like violin with some, some like other ambient effects going on, and and then I don't know. Just when it when it comes back with the drums and vocals, it just really hits hard. <laughs> but I also liked. Um, away quite a bit that's the really slow one uh where he's doing more i think he's doing 
more of a he's more singing kind of <laughs> in this really gruff growly voice um it's almost tom waitsy yeah Wait definitely mm. and yeah and then it kind of i mean yeah it follows a similar pattern too where it kind of has a midsection where everything falls away and then you get this just lone guitar riff that or it's just like three notes that just plays a couple times and it's very uh, anticipatory you can tell that there's going to be a reckoning (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and then it comes and yeah i don't know i love that when that happens it gets me pumped up (laughs) yeah definitely really loved away as well and just what's very cold and dismal and like aching like you can feel the emotion pulse through every single note i do this i think my favorite overall was end of the harvest because it just gets into those really brutal riffs in the middle and then it like pairs down and then at the very end it does that big crunchy outro where it just goes yeah i just just like (laughs) yeah yep yeah neurosis does be doing that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah one was great too um Did you? I, I take it you enjoyed the descent. Oh, the yeah, with the bagpipes. The main yeah. interlude with the yeah. Of yeah, I do love that one just because it's funeral march with the one of the greatest Scottish inventions besides David Tennant and the and then like as it goes into more of the dissonance and noise and fright is. One that really gets your blood pumping. Yeah. I like that one. It's really cool. Really it's still a bit... It's still pretty substantial, I guess. When it was... Like, it had, like... Since we were talking a lot about, like... The dynamic contrast, you know, like a lot of these songs take their time to really build up and they have like loud section, soft section, fast part, slow part. I also saw a lot of that in the lyrics. I had to look them all up because most of them are screamed on top of the very loud guitars already. So yeah. but, like, a lot of chaotic and frenzy back and forth between like animals and humans and condemnation and forgiveness and death and it's all a bit cryptic and artistic and confusing but it all makes for this really pretty much ex- you know access mindset that really suits the music and how it wanders through the, these weird recesses of the mind yeah definitely me it yeah, it seems like there's a lot of kind of like vague archetype, just general like archetypal images used, just like you were saying with the contrast and 
references to fire and water and um, like uh, blood and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And also yeah. like nature, net, like, you know, with end of the harvest and um, also some like sort of religious in in that like Jungian way, I guess. Just talk about um, belief and uh, like dealing with your shadow. Definitely quite a few mentions of shadow. And there was like a little uh, um, recording of someone talking about like as as night falls we become our shadows or something oh yeah that was in a way but yeah i think i've never i, I haven't ever really paid that much attention <laughs> to to any of his lyrics um i think you kind of once you get the general idea you kind of you kind of get it like it's kind of like um to to me the lyrics kind of just hint at what the music is trying to do um just like create this uh sense of like delving into yourself and the darkness and kind of you know subconscious stuff like that <laughs> yeah. um is you know be typical of a lot of metal music i think but they they do a good job with it i think yeah definitely it sets the really good way for like you know contemplating these deep things to the sounds of switches between like you know kind of unsettling ambient music and more the raging metal guitars yeah <laughs> i don't know one random thing was i don't know if you looked at the lyrics to belief but i've i've always heard that that first line as trying to stand and clear try to I always heard it as try to stand clear of the sin of doubt um, but every every site that I looked at said try to stand clear of the scent of the dogs but, but <laughs> it really doesn't sound like that to me and also like since the song is called belief it would make sense for him to be talking about steering clear of doubt but yeah i don't know <laughs> just yeah, a and... funny thing i found and also unless these are very stinky dogs usually like you would want your scent to stay away from the dogs because like you know the dogs can smell you it's usually not as much a problem that you can smell the dogs unless yeah <laughs> they're flatulent the guys of neurosis sitting up in their room we have to tell the people. <laughs> That's bad <Yeah>. breath. 
I just, and there were quite a few other places where maybe wonder if maybe they don't, if they haven't really if, or released official lyrics, because it sounds like people are just doing some guesswork. But, yeah. Big D. Um, yes, that's the kind of band they are, I guess, you know. Artsy and open to interpretation. Yeah, for sure. Did you... Um, did you have any thoughts on the production? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've just always liked the production on this album. Not Nothing particular, but it just seems like it's really well done, the way the drums are produced, and just kind of the way all the elements mesh together. Um, I could definitely, I could, I could see it really bring the album down quite a bit if it was not, and um, I guess Steve Albini or Albini or whatever uh, helped with the production, so it shows. I guess I didn't think too hard about the production, but when you do like bring it up, it I guess yeah, like the you could definitely really tell it in the ambient one. Like the the more metal leaning ones, it seemed more like you know sort of it was like crisp but still spare. Wasn't a lot of touches, but uh -huh. yeah, the all the elements work together really tightly, and you know it's not. I guess I just didn't think of it consciously, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the and the heavy sections, the way the guitars really crunch is just. Yeah. I don't know. I could hear like one, one second from a neurosis song and just automatically know it's neurosis, just because I haven't really heard a sound like that from other bands. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Well, any other thoughts on Times of Grace? Yeah. Uh, I guess closing, it's a pretty challenging and pretty heavy one, but you know, if you're in the mood for some metal, quite a selection. Yeah. yeah. You're all set? Yeah, I think. I'm good. And that was Times of Grace, and stay tuned to hear about live at Jazzbrookstadt. <laughs>